Good morning, everyone. And welcome to anyone who's with us for the first time today. Always great to have you, have new guests with us. About 20 years ago, I was driving with someone who bought a brand new, fully loaded car. He was so proud of this car that as we were driving, he kept saying, look, look. Then he began to press almost every single button and turn every single knob in the car. Finally, it came time to show me the most impressive feature that his previous car did not have, the almighty and powerful cruise control. <laughs> look, look, you press one button, he told me, then you take your foot off the gas pedal and the car keeps going at the exact same speed. Isn't that amazing? He was so excited, he lifted his knee up next to the steering wheel and said, look, look, my foot is not even near the pedal and the car is still going. He then got a little too excited. In addition to lifting his foot off the pedal, he then took both hands off the steering wheel and said, look, look, no feet and no hands. I'm in cruise control. I immediately grabbed the steering wheel and said, that is not how cruise control works. You can take your foot off the gas pedal for a few minutes, but you can't take your hands off the steering wheel even for a few seconds. As odd as this may sound, we sometimes live our spiritual lives like we are driving a car in cruise control. We believe in the basics of our faith, but then take our feet off the gas pedal and say, look, look, I'm still a good person. I don't need to learn new things about the Bible anymore. Regardless of whether we're making progress or not, we're sometimes content that our speed is just fine. Then we might start taking our spiritual life for granted a little more. After taking our feet off the pedal, we then take one hand off the wheel and say, look, look, everything is still okay, even when I skip my daily prayers or even stop praying at all. Look, look, I'm still making good decisions in life. We then might end up taking the other hand off the wheel and start to drive down the highway of life with our feet nowhere near the gas or brake pedals and our hands nowhere near the steering wheel. And then we say, look, look, things are still okay without all that difficult religion stuff. If there is no one around us and the road is flat, then for a few minutes, or for a few seconds rather, we can drive in cruise control with our hands and feet up in the air. But unfortunately, that thrill does not last very long. Likewise, if we do not hold on to our spiritual wheel of faith, if we remind ourselves that our spiritual lives cannot be lived in cruise control, then we will not be on the spiritual highway for very long. We heard in today's gospel, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The word repent can mean a lot of different things. One way to understand this rich word is by looking at how cruise control works. God made all of us with more exciting features than any brand new car. But despite all these features, we always have to keep our eyes on the road and our hands firmly on the steering wheel. We always have to be careful and we can never 
completely let go of the steering wheel, nor keep our feet far from the pedal. Repenting reminds us that we always have to look, look. We may be a talented athlete or singer. We might really excel in school. We might be very successful at work or other aspects of our life. But these will not endure if we take our hands off the steering wheel. Professional athletes and singers practice for hours, not because they are not good, but because they want to make sure that they are the absolute best that they can be. They are the best in their field because they are willing to spend 10 hours a day for 10, 20, even 30 years to make sure that their one minute, two minute, 10 minute performance is as close to perfect as possible. We can say the same about our faith. The saints are great examples for us. And I've left the book at the, uh, the benches for each, anyone who hasn't taken one already. Take one for yourselves and for your whole family. Rediscover the saints. And learn from the lives of the saints who were just like us, but lived that life of excellence every single day of their life. They spent many hours a day praying. They spent many hours a day reading the Bible or spiritual books. And they put great effort into repenting of every thought or action that is not consistent with being a follower of Jesus. They did not spend many hours praying because they were bad people, but because they wanted to be better people and wanted to grow in their daily relationship with God. They did not spend many hours reading and studying the Bible because they did not know what was in it, but because they wanted to see how their lives can better reflect what is in it. They did not put great effort into repenting of every thought or action because they had so many of them, but because they knew that even the smallest thought or action, if allowed to grow, will have a negative impact on our lives and decrease the intensity of love for Jesus. We should all enjoy our talents and accomplishments, but even small faults can undermine everything. For example, ask someone who smokes how they started, and they'll all tell you, I just wanted to try it once, but then I got hooked. Ask someone how he or she became an alcoholic or developed an addiction to gambling or other addictions, and they will say, the first time was just so enjoyable. Ask anyone who has ruined their lives and the, and the lives of their family because of infidelity, what happened? And they will tell you, I don't know, it just started so innocently. The word gospel means the good news. The good news of Jesus Christ is that absolutely every single one of us needs to repent. The good news of repentance is that it allows us to truly see who we are as a beloved child of God. It is important to think of the word repentance in a very positive way. We are superstar athletes, we are master musicians, we are top scholars, we are successful in every aspect of our life. We are made in the image and likeness of God, and we are more brilliant and more holy than we have a capacity to even imagine or comprehend. But the world of ours could easily crumble 
if we do not turn away from even what we may consider to be very small sins and to repent. Cruise control is a great and exciting invention, but if it is not used correctly, we will hurt ourselves and hurt others. Spiritual cruise control is even more dangerous because without self-assessment, even after we do much damage, we can be blind of what we have done to ourselves and to others. Sometimes we get distracted and swerve from right to left, but the word repent reminds us that to get, our, our, to, get to our destination, we have to keep our feet near the gas and brake pedals in order to learn daily wisdom. We have to keep our hands on the steering wheel in order to remain firm in our intentions. And we have to keep our eyes on the road in order to stay inspired by the good that we have accomplished and have a deep desire to accomplish more. Today, in addition to all the wonderful things we are doing, let us also look for opportunities to repent of any harm we may have done either to ourselves or to others. When we repent, we are not saying that we are bad people, but we are saying that with God's help, we can be so much better. When we find the courage to repent, we are able to rejoice because we see that we can only make it past the bumps or holes on the road of life with God holding our hands. This is the kind of cruise control we want to show off and say, look, look, we're cruising to a deeper and deeper joy in who we are as children of a loving and merciful God.